Hey everybody, it's the rewind. For the why are you laughing? <laughs> hey, let me just get through this. No one has to know that this is our tenth time. Okay. This is <laughs> Go. Hey everybody, it's the rewind for the week of February twenty first, twenty twenty one. I'm Paul, that's Nate. We are living our own personal groundhog day. The technical glitches have been uh abundant and um if this is if this is the intro you're hearing, it means that we finally figured out how to get out of the time loop and this episode will be done and out there and in your ears. But for now, we are living in a state of hell that can only yeah. be described as, hey, everybody, it's the rewind. <laughs> I've said it 90 times. It's lost all meanings. I think I know the first two stories better than I've ever known any story we've told. It's fine. Well, we'll endure. Let's traverse into the annals of debauchery once more. Let's just get this done. No one has to know our pain. They must only know the laughter that comes with the following stories. This is true. And I'd like to just preface this also by saying Nathan has once again pre-written everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nathan. Yes, Paul. <laughs> the news. <laughs> Now, my sincere hope is that by like episode 160 all this will be sorted out or maybe it never will nobody will ever know about it because i'm very diligent about cutting out all the bullshit <laughs> all right nathan <sighs> now that we've you know moved on and moved forward tell me what's our first news story well hello there again paul oh god yes <laughs> hello i thought it fitting to start off with what i thought was the most amazing story that i could have ever told okay i can tell you that you're baffled no, well, again, you know I'm not baffled because I've heard this night. <laughs> I must report that a man in India was killed by his own cock. Now, I know our listeners have always considered me to be one of their most premier sources of news the world over. So I was frustratingly disappointed when I learned that this story was incredibly misleading. After all, I have always done my due diligence in accurately reporting and pre-reading every morsel of detail that I've ever come across so as to be the best that I can be in my field. So with bated breath, I must relay that the dreamingdemon.com reports that a rooster had been fitted with a knife for an illegal cock fight uh, and has killed its owner in Southern India. The bird's owner was impaled in the groin by the knife as the animal tried to escape. The man died on the way to hospital from a loss of blood. Police are now searching for 15 more people involved in the event which took place in the village of Lotherner in Telangana state earlier this week. The animal was held at a police station before being transferred to a farm. Those involved in the event faced charges of manslaughter, illegal betting, and hosting a cockfight. <laughs> I like that this guy was like, I'm not going to win. My rooster's no good. I'm not going to win unless I outfit my rooster with a knife, I'm assuming he just duct taped it to maybe its head. It was connected to his leg. Oh, right. <laughs> That's even worse. But when you have something as squirrely and unpredictable as an animal, or in this case, a rooster, do not affix a blade of any sort to it. It will almost definitely stab you in the nuts <laughs> or wherever. I got a question for you though. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the worst animal that you could arm with a weapon? Like, just your opinion. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, you, you want 
to surprise someone, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you put it, like if you give a grenade launcher to a bear, say you just affix it to its head again, I think people see a bear coming, they're already scared. So that's not gonna, you want to find something cute and cuddly that's going to throw them off. Like a koala? Koala's good. I was going to say panda maybe, but I I think that like, I mean, truthfully. um, I'm going to emu. No, I don't really know what an emu looks like. There's so many animals in the animal kingdom, and a lot of them are cute. A lot of them are deadly. Some of them, are, some of them are cute and deadly. But if you had to affix a weapon to any one of them, it would be like the 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 nightmarishly worst concoction you could come up with. They would basically just kill all of us. All right, I think I know what I'd do. You'd take a baby seal, <laughs> you stuff it with C4, <laughs> right? So you know you're at a preservation for seals. I guess that's a thing. Or you're out in the Arctic and you're like, hey, a seal. And you pick it up and the thing starts beeping. And the next thing you know, boom, <laughs> boom, you're dead. Wow. They wouldn't see it coming. All right. You win. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know what animal is lovable and cute? I would never think of killing you. Well, I think we established it's the baby seal. Okay. <laughs> baby seals. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but wombats. How about them? I never think of wombats. Like at all. But you will now. They have cube-shaped poop, and scientists now know why. Yes. You know, rather than finding a better cure for corona or, 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 you know, AIDS, they're just, like, investigating wombats. I love where money is flowing into sometimes. I just feel like we should stop all the animal poop sciences right now, devote all that attention to virology, and then once corona's gone, we can get back to studying how goats (laughs) piss and whatever else well some scientists have theorized that wombats had a square shaped butthole who's theorizing this others have assumed that wombat poop was squished into shape between the animal's pelvic bones mm-hmm. uh there is there's even an idea that wombats shape their poop into cubes after excreting it. that too yeah but uh turns out the cubes are formed much higher up in the wombat wombat womb whatever Wombat intestine than anyone had previously thought possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, nature is incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, my next story isn't something to shake a stick at, let alone a discontinued McDonald's plastic straw, which have been selling for as much as 5,000 pounds. The mirror uh, reports that. Hopeful eBay users are attempting to flog their old plastic McDonald's straws for thousands of pounds, and one listing even <clears throat> has three bids despite the shocking price tag. I don't know about you, Paul, but 4,500 pounds appears to be a bargain to a few McDonald's fans as one seller who priced their brand new, unused, unopened, and undamaged straw has supposedly sold three at that price. That's insane. Do we care this much that the straw is going away or the plastic straw is going away? That this is something someone wants to buy? I guess it's good for the environment. I think so. It's not great for the drinker because like every paper straw that I've had just disintegrates almost instantly. If I can get one sip, then it's a miracle. Well, here's a theory that I just thought about right now. When the world, uh, when the world blows up, uh, we're going to want our McDonald's still. I like how if the world blows up, there's nothing left. I just want you to just uh, just understand that blowing up means that there's nothing left of the world, presumably. So the straws are probably going with it. All right. We fall into dissension and um, just craziness. You think that uh, 
much like bottle caps in the fallout games are the currency that straws will become the new currency of the new world yeah exactly i'm thinking like we're gonna have a whole underground mcdonald's like just culture Mm -hmm. and that these guys that have saved all these straws and probably other vessels of calorie commodes are are gonna have like just the run on humanity they can charge whatever the heck they want for happy meal and it's all underground so you can pay what you want do you think that the length of the straw will dictate how much currency you have uh, with that like item could be yeah so like longer straws will be like equivalent to like a ten dollar bill and like half a straw will be like five dollars you have to cut the straw up for you know if you want change and stuff well i think it to, for this system to work i think it will become illegal for anyone to cut their own straws only the government what what is left of it will be able to make those cuts and in fact to cut a straw is you know akin to uh murder and you will be yeah. you'll be tried death penalty and whatnot yeah and and committed and, and sentenced to death so uh, good on these people it seems like an in, in, insane waste of money and uh, i wish them well well with so much hatred going around for our global wildlife <laughs> yes so much hatred for a global wildlife for a global global yeah global I yeah i know i heard global, global. yeah global okay. yeah but i said something else i don't know what you're seeing in the news but I, I i haven't really heard of a lot of like i've heard of other gangs uh going around the world and committing all sorts of atrocities but i don't really hear them attacking wildlife yet but uh, maybe i'm not on the right reddit thread or something well, who's always there to stand up for animals Peta. yep and guess what they want to do? Uh, take wombat cubes and make them the the next currency for the next no, civilization. No, that, that's a silly idea. Why would you think of it? I don't know. What's wrong with me? <laughs> they want to make pig and chicken hate language. Finally. Yes. It's about time. Well, the dreamandemon.com reports that you know what? This is animal advocate abuse. People for the ethical treatment of animals demanded that this week that people stop using speciest terms such as chicken pig or rat as insults for humans calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and are justified in violating them the animal rights advocacy group said in its earnest call to action stand up for justice by rejecting supremacist language peter social media reps also included a chart detailing the human supremacist terminology and suggesting alternative language such as using coward instead of chicken snitch in lieu of rat jerk rather than snake repulsive rather than pig and lazy to cast aspersions 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 yeah into someone with sloth-like tendencies look i'm not gonna go on some jag about pc culture and all this stuff i really by and large don't care um or i don't think it's as bad as i think some people make it out to be yeah i will take on bridge with this if only because we are superior to animals sorry that's just you know it, until a bear creates an ipad or uh, a rat you know directs a movie like uh, the 400 blows uh th- th- there's no competition we're just better than them you know should we call ourselves rats and pigs as insults <laughs> eh, why not what's the difference right we call ourselves so many other worse things i think if i was on the street and someone called me a rat it's it is like the best thing that someone could call me in the pantheon of awful things to call me is that a verb as well to be a rat and you're ratting someone out yeah L- listen Peter. i i support a lot of the stuff that you're doing i feel like maybe you've run out of 
crimes to solve or whatever. I don't know. Let, let's find something more important. Again, it's like the last one uh, uh, with the virology. Uh, go study wombat poop when stuff is great. Right now, uh, not the time. Not the time. To, to, to uh, have this fight. We have more important things to worry about in life right now, right, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's our next story? Well, an Alaskan woman was bit in the ass by a bear from below while using an outhouse. But I poop from there. <laughs> HuffPost.com reports that I got out there and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. Shana Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday, I jumped up and I screamed when it happened. Her brother, along with his girlfriend, who had all been renting a yurt together, had heard the screaming and went out to this outhouse that they were using. Uh, there he found Shannon tending to her wound. They would first thought she had been bit by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Um, Eric, her brother, uh, brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. Held in the toilet seat and there's just a bare face just right there at the level of the toilet seat. Just looking right back up through the hole, right at me, he said. I just shut the lid as fast as I could. Uh, and there's a bear down there. Gotta get out of here now, he said. Uh, and so we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. Once safely back inside, they treated Shannon with the first aid kit. Next morning, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left the area. You could see them across the snow coming up to the side of the outhouse, she said. They figured the bear got inside the outhouse through an opening at the bottom of the back door. I like that this is, uh, you know, that Winnie the Pooh movie where uh, Winnie the Pooh gets stuck. He's trying to like enter his house through a window and he gets oh, yeah. stuck and then they draw a butt on yeah. his face. I feel like this is the reverse of that. <laughs> I don't know why he's down there, but he is. Yeah, I guess it was just a hole, a warm hole. Let me just put this out there, though. So if I'm sitting on a toilet in an outhouse, which is already an uncomfortable situation that nobody likes doing, if something bit my butt, I would not go back to try to see what it was. No, of course not. For the fear that all the feces down there has come alive and morphed into some new creature <laughs> that science will not be able to explain, but will probably investigate versus, you know, the coronavirus vaccine. Would it be cube-like in appearance? I don't want to know what it is. If something bites my butt, I, I never want to see it. I, I, I fear it. It will probably take over our society. Uh, I, I run away. So the, this brother is a hero for actually wanting to see what was down there because, uh, listen, it's not fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. It's like, it's like those horror movies where you know you could die and you go into the dark basement. You keep going, and you just don't. You know, it's it's, it's some people they just don't have appropriate instinctual, uh, like their reasoning isn't 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 right in their head. And they just go into danger as in like, oh, I'm not going to die, but you're going to die. That's a stupid idea. Yes, this is exactly what, how people should think. I'll tell you what this one man did that honestly is the craziest thing I've ever heard anyone do in a store. All right. Well, he covered himself in Astroglide from head to toe and was pleasuring himself through a Nashville Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course he was. Scoop Nashville.com reports that Metro police located 26 year old Brian Love, uh, who had exposed and covered in, who was exposed uh, and covered himself in Astroglide while pleasuring himself, pushing a shopping cart through a Nashville Walmart. January 25th, Metro Nashville police officers were dispatched to the Walmart located at 4040 Nolensville Pike for those who want to go uh, visit that establishment. <laughs> that landmark, that famous landmark. <laughs> <laughs> For exposing themselves in the aisle of the store. 
Upon arrival, officers made contact with a loss prevention agent who escorted them to where the man was currently located. Officers observed Brian Love masturbating behind a shopping cart with his penis clearly protruding from his pants, noted he was in a clear state of sexual arousal. Defendant had seen the officers and tried to make a quick escape to the side exit. Officers then made contact with Brian Love at the exit, and he was charged with public indecency and released on his own recognizance, which he shouldn't have been. And he's scheduled to report. He's scheduled to appear in court in April. Shame, (laughs) shame. Uh, wow. It's nice to see that Nashville has bounced back since that like terrorist bombing. You know, like one week ago, everybody was talking about that, and now everyone's moved on and masturbating in theaters. Is it terrorist bombing? Yeah, like the Christmas Day Nashville bombing. Remember with the truck? No. No. I don't remember these things. Oh, Jesus. Never heard of that. I mean, let's not, pre- I mean, let's pretend at least for a moment we're newsmen and that we actually know the news that happened. Yeah, no, Nashville had a bombing on, on Christmas. Maybe you're a newsman. I don't think I'm a newsman. I don't think I qualify either. Maybe you should be doing this job then. We should change roles someday. No, I, you know what? We've listen. I can't read people. know I'm dyslexic. This <laughs> you don't want me reading anything. It's just going to be stumbling and like, <sighs> no, this is not it's where okay. audiences don't want this. Audiences like this. They don't want the reverse. Okay. With my sweet, sensual, sultry voice. Yes. Just putting them all to sleep. They want you to read them the news. They want me to crack wise. And that's what they tune in for. Anything else (laughs) they don't care about. Let's get on to our last story. Finally. If astroglide wasn't enough to raise those illustrious eyebrows of yours, Paul. What? (laughs) My what? Are you hitting on me? Your illustrious eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. TikTokers tried to prove that the snow in Texas a week ago was fake. Yeah. Idiots. The Insider.com reports that while Texans sought warmth and electricity last week, some baselessly questioned whether the snowfall in their state was real. Look at this government snow right here, one man says in a TikTok video while crumbling up the snow in his hand. Another video, a woman uses a blow dryer on a snowball. No drip, she says, prepared to uh, claim that because the snow didn't melt to liquid when hit with heat, it was fake. Several people have died during winter storm Uri, Uri, Uzi, whatever the hell. Are we, are we naming winter storms now? I think we've always named winter storms. Really? Is that a thing? You're a newsman. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It brought enough snowfall and record low temperatures to Texas. Yes. Uh, because the state is accustomed to its warm climate, the state's energy infrastructure was not prepared for the storm. Conspiracy theories of outlandish proportions spread online, especially in far-right online spaces, including telegram channels run by promoters of QAnon. The baseless far-right conspiracy theory alleging the existence of a deep state cabal of human traffickers made up of Democrats and celebrities. I'm glad that QAnon's on the case with this fake snow. I mean, here's where we've gotten to, where if it snows... And it snows in a in a place where snow doesn't normally happen. Yeah. People just don't want to believe it. And it makes more sense to them that somebody would fake it than it just to happen. That's silly, though. As if there was never a freak anything anywhere, which is why we call them freak storms or, you know, freak weather conditions. Uh, that's never happened. It can only be government subplot for something. Like, where are the fake snow factories? Yeah. Well, they'll have an answer, I'm sure. Right? But, like, consider that somebody has to make fake snow. Then, how do they drop it? Right? 
Did anyone report seeing, I don't know, airplanes? Well, they got to be stealth airplanes. Yeah, like stealth airplanes. Like, consider how much snow fell on Texas and how much it would be required to, like, drop that. But no, because, again, it's a conspiracy. They've probably invented some machine, which then sends the fake snow up and it comes back down naturally. Mm-hmm. Which, isn't that just snow then? How can that be fake snow if you're using the principles of snowfall? Anyways, my point is, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like these people are so dumb that they want to pick up a snowball and for it to have a little tag that says like made in China, right? <laughs> like that's what they're looking for. That's the smoking gun, right? But meanwhile, they're sitting there sorting through fucking piles of snow. Yeah. How about your government failed you? And that's just the truth, right? How about that? Like your precious George W. Bush, who's a Republican, you know, deregulated the power industry in Texas years ago. To the point where it's all privately held and they didn't want to invest in any sort of uh, snow proofing or weather proofing of any of the, the power grid. And yeah, it snowed. And wouldn't you know it, because no work had been done to protect the system from freak weather, you got nothing. They should at least get one or two snow plows down there. Oh, I mean, after this, sure. Every once in a while, there's a freak something somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But because climate change is such a high, I don't, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Well, Nathan, with that, we wrap up another successful show. I say successful because we've reached the end. (laughs) Finally. For the first time ever, we've reached it on this episode. It's only taken two and a half hours. Yeah, only took two hours. Remember when I said this one was going to be a breeze because we sorted all the technical issues? Yeah, I think I might have might have jinxed us uh, a little bit yeah yeah you said that two weeks ago yeah i might have just jinxed us a little bit hey um but thank you all for sticking around yes and listening mm-hmm. uh thank you nathan yeah you're welcome you can of course find this episode and every other episode on uh, apple podcasts or wherever uh podcasts are found with the exception of spotify or wherever apples are found yeah that's right any orchard yeah we'll have episodes of the rewind hanging in and amongst in in and amongst apples just go grab one bite into it and hear the sweet sounds of nathan saying such classics as ma ma and then shabble um you can also follow us on twitter at i love the rewind and that's about it that is it you know what i love though Mm -hmm. that i can do this without pants on yeah and you won't even know no i mean i know now and so does the entire audience but up until now your secret was safe it's a 50-50 guess whether I do or not. I'm guessing it's that you don't have them because you just told me. You might be right. Yeah, well, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> no pants party. Thank you very much, everybody. We will see you again in two weeks. Bye. No pants. No pants.